Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. It's your bitch here, Kim, and it is a Wednesday, the day before. Happy Mother Thanksgiving. Okay, so I know not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, but I do. And I just want to say, first and foremost, happy Thanksgiving early. And I hope it's a wonderful time with you and your family. And then if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, happy fucking Thursday and happy weekend because it's going to be fucking fabulous. At least that's what I like to tell myself. So I do have to say, Yins, guys, it's been pretty hectic back with the parents you know, doing all the thing. Gotta do a lot of baking slash cooking in the next 24-ish hours. So it's been a bit stressful to say the least. I'm making this banana bread pudding. I think it's called banana bread pudding or maybe it's just banana pudding. Basically, if any of Yin's guys, New Yorkers, you would know, also Chicagoans and probably somewhere else. I just don't know where all the locations are. This is also not a sponsored plug, even though they should sponsor me. Just saying Magnolia Bakery. Magnolia Bakery has some of the most amazing things. Super favorite thing that I've had is their banana pudding. It is so good. And me, I went online to see if I could find the exact recipe for the banana bread pudding. And I have to say, found it. Yes, love. And I tried it out. But then again, who who really knows if it is the real thing? I'm not really sure, but it tasted fucking good to me. So I'm going to be doing that literally right after this. And um, what else? I'm going to be doing some cookies. And there's just so much shit going on. So this is going to be a thankful episode because what are we thinking? We are thanking the Bravo world. We are thanking the Bravo sphere, the Bravo God himself, Andy Cohen. Now, before we get into that little segment, I'm just going to talk briefly about what's going on as far as the past couple episodes. Like Real Housewives of Potomac Reunion Pot 3. Now, as I said before, it's okay. I wouldn't say this is a highlight reunion for me. They didn't, they talked about stupid shit. I mean, uh, I don't know. The more that we have to hear about Mia's feet and Ashley's forehead, I just, I can't. But, you know, it was interesting to have the husbands on there again. Chris, honey, you are going to heaven because of all the bullshit that you have to put up with Candace and her mother. I couldn't believe, I could not believe that her mom called. It was totally on the, I mean, we saw it. It was insane that she was basically throwing Chris under the bus again. Dorothy, Mama Dorothy, we know that you don't like him. We know you don't like him. There's all this stuff talking in the fucking Twitter and IG world and all this stuff. Is he secretly wealthy? A lot of people think no. I actually do. I think he's a lot wealthier than we than we think. So he's probably laughing at all of us saying, you guys don't even fucking know. And we really don't. But my opinion is he probably has a lot more money than we, the audience, and maybe the housewives even know. So, but Mama Dorothy, you, 
Candace, we, we, we know that the apple does not fall far from the tree. Isn't that what they say? Yes. So that was an interesting little moment. It's funny that Michael isn't there because apparently he always gets sick and then he has some shit with his ring finger so he can't wear his ring. And then Juan wasn't there because he's a basketball coach and like his season is pretty much every day. Now, I do have to say, I buy that. I buy that. Even though back in the day he was cheating and all that stuff, I do buy that. <laughs> I just said Dubai. Dubai, Real Housewives of Dubai. Funny. Ah, I do buy that Juan was doing the coach thing. And you can see whenever he talks about it, even though he's not really on the show as much, you can tell that there's a passion there clearly. And I don't think he was fucking us over as the viewers. Uh, I just don't think that he was available. Michael, on the other hand, was he really sick? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I do appreciate, though, of course, we were waiting for this, waiting for it. Nicki Minaj, honey, yes, she comes in literally almost at the tail end, right? That's how they always do it. They plug it up like she's going to come during the middle or whatever. And then it's like five minutes later. Hey, I'm Nicki Minaj and I'm here to do this. <sighs> so that's what they did. Production claps up for you. It is interesting to see from the trailer. I do love the fact that... <laughs> Nikki was questioning Candace and Jaime, Jaime, for her to sing a cappella because she's like, honey, baby girl, I know that you are using some autotune in your tracks, but I need to hear it live. Can you do it live? And then Candace, so we see from production, she seems a little, uh, a little skeptical for doing it on the air live. No autotune, you know. Uh, so I wonder if they did that just for the mere sake of the way that I'm talking about it right now. Or maybe she's just like, all right, what the fuck? I'll sing. Because again, I've said before, and even though I don't love Candace, I mean, I really don't love her on the show. She could be an amazing person in life. I don't know. But if it's like the show, then I'm definitely not hanging out with her, if you know what I'm saying. But I don't think she's terrible. I don't think she has a bad voice. I actually think she's one of the most talented housewives out there who can sing. Yes, Candy as well. Duh, that's a given. So that's what's going on with Potomac. I'm anxious to see more of what Nikki has to say. She did put Karen in her place and said that she was the grand um today. And Karen backed down. I am very surprised. At this point, Nikki Minaj is the three wick candle, honey. And Kern, you were one wick Karen Huger at this point in reunion part four. So I'm anxious for that. Now, the fun little segment, let's get to it. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I did a turkey. That was my best fucking. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. So that was my turkey because I'm thankful for, well, first of all, I'm thankful for Yin's guys. Thank you for even listening to the show. I love doing it and I'm very appreciative that you guys keep coming back for more and uh, I have fun doing this shit. So Always, as I say, reach out to me on the Instagram, but I'll do that plug later. I'm sure that you all are annoyed hearing it. So I appreciate Yin's guys' ears as usual, and it's really nice that I can kind of give my opinion about the Bravo sphere, and uh, you guys are receptive, so I really do appreciate it. Now, let's get back to the thankful stuff, the house givings, let's call it. We could call that segment as house givings, maybe? Um, Ten things. Originally, I thought... 10 quotes that I'm thankful for. And the only reason why I choose 10 is because we have 10 franchises. Potomac, New York, 
Jersey, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, OC, Salt Lake. We did have Real Housewives of Dallas, so that was a thing. So that's number eight. We also did have Real Housewives of Miami, so I am including that. And then we have the Real Housewives of Dubai. So there's 10. That's why I chose 10 things that I'm thankful for. So I originally was going to do quotes. I think I may save that for another segment in the future, maybe a Christmas special. I don't know. But I'm going to call this 10 things I'm bravo for. Really, you could just say 10 things I'm thankful for, but I wanted to make it fun. So 10 things, first off. And I want to do it literally within the year-ish of what was going on in Bravo, housewife style, particularly, even though fucking Captain Lee said some funny shit about being in a whorehouse and something, something, something. I don't know. I'd have to look at that quote, but he says some of the best quotes that I've ever heard from really anyone in life. So thank you, Captain Lee. You're amazed. Now, let's go with number 10. Number 10. I am thankful that they canceled Dallas. Yes, I'm so sorry, Dallas fans, but I am very happy when I heard that announcement. I never liked the show. I tried really hard to get into it. I even kind of liked that Leanne Locken girl for like a hot second, and then I heard what she did, and I was like, well, fuck this. I can't. But I just couldn't get into it. So I know that you Dallas lovers out there are probably hating me, and maybe you won't want to listen to the show so I guess I can understand that. But yeah, Dallas, I'm thankful that it's uh, done and uh, I didn't love it. So there's that. Now let's go to number nine. Number nine. I am thankful, yes, for last year's, I mean, I know I just said the year, but okay. I am thankful for last season's Real Housewives of Potomac. I mean, the drag me Monique was one of the most iconic epic moments in Housewives history. It is like the table flipping with Teresa. It's just like on a different level. And again, I don't, I don't approve of violence. No, 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 no. There is something to say though on how charged that season was up to that moment. It wasn't the moment. It was everything leading to. I just thought that was one of the best Housewives seasons particularly with Potomac, but I would definitely put it up there as one of the best seasons of all time, Housewives history. So I'm thankful for that. This was almost as iconic as well as Aviva throwing her leg at that luncheon with our Roni gals. We all remember that shit. And I wonder why they never brought Aviva back because she was so controversial with shit and she would always be in shit. She was like the Ramona before, well, no, Ramona was always Ramona, but she was like another Ramona, but in a different way. But I'm still thankful for last year's Real Housewives of Potomac, number eight. I'm thankful for the cast shakeup. Yes, the cast shakeup, which a lot of other franchises, maybe Roni should be doing, yes. I am thankful for the cast shakeup with the Real Housewives of Orange County. It is coming December 1st. Holy fucking shit. I am ready. Hello. Bring on the champs. I do have to say, as far as the OG is concerned, I feel like they should have brought someone else back. I am excited to see Heather Debro. Don't get me wrong. I am excited to see her. I just don't know if she's as strong as a character like Vicky and or Tamara. 
So maybe she will surprise us. She's definitely not as controversial, in my opinion, like Kelly was, but we all fucking don't like Kelly Dodd, so we're done with it. I just hope that they can deliver this. I hope they can deliver this new cast. Obviously, Heather's back. She's the OG, but I think they added like two or three new girls, so I wonder I wonder how they are, and I'm curious... I I just hope that they give and deliver a good season, especially you got to have us locked in within the first scene, I would say, in the show, because if you don't do that, you're not going to you're not going to keep our attention. We're going to want to go somewhere else. So I'm thankful for the cast shakeup, and I'm also hopeful that it will be something amazing. Now, let's go to number seven. Number seven, I'm thankful for the growth of the housewives culture yes all over because now we have people we have entertainers like Nicki minaj who want to get in on this shit on the show to do reunions i am thankful for that because i know that she is not she just started this shit she is starting something bigger than what's going on right now this is such an amazing thing that's happening and i know that she's not the only one that watches this shit I remember when Jennifer Lawrence was on a few times of Watch What Happens Live, and she freaked the fuck out whenever she saw Luann and Bethany as a surprise. So the housewives culture is going all over the world. Famous people, non-famous people, doctors, nurses, music teachers, bankers. You know what I'm saying. So I am thankful that this word, this housewives word, really, is getting out there in the world. We have such a community At this point, you can go online. You can go see different Twitters, Instagrams, Facebooks, all this shit. There's a community out there for this whole thing. I think it's great. I love that we all love this shit. It's fun. We don't take it too seriously. Well, some people take it too seriously, but I think it's great. It's a nice little distraction from all the fucking shit that's going on. So I am thankful that the housewife's culture is getting bigger and bigger. And hopefully, when we have this special guest host, because it seems like they're probably going to continue to do that with reunions. We're not getting rid of Andy, honey. No, 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 no. He is here to stay forever because he is a god. But I think this is going to add more hype, excitement, everything else within the Bravo world. And I am also here for it. So I'm thankful. Number six. Number six. I am thankful that we got to know Lois, for all of these years on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm still saddened to hear that Lois passed away, but I, she was such a joyful person to watch on the show and on the little Instagram feeds that Lisa put up there. And I think she had an Instagram too. I can't remember if I followed her or not, but She just seemed like such a positive spirit. I can see where Rinna got her positive thinking and all that kind of like it it just she was such a good spirit. And I don't even I didn't even know her personally, but I felt like I did. And she wasn't even on the show like all the time. But I don't know. I just felt very close to her in such a weird way as a viewer. Uh, Hopefully you guys understand what I'm saying. But I'm thankful that we were able to see her on the show And I'm thankful, Rinna, that you even shared that with us. I think it makes for great moments on that show for the viewers, but also for the family. (sighs) Man, I'm 
getting emotional here. That's a good thing, though. That's what Thanksgiving's all about. Now, number five, five golden rings. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Different, different, uh, different time of year. Okay, number five. <laughs> this is actually funny. I am thankful for Mia's big ass feet. Yes. And I am thankful for Ashley's forehead. Did she say, Candace said it was a high ass forehead? I, I can't remember. But Mia, I'm thankful for your big ass feet. And Ashley Darby, I'm thankful for your forehead. You know why? Because Candace wouldn't have much to talk about or much to shade this season if it weren't for your feet or your forehead. So really, that's that's all the ammo that Candace had. So I'm thankful for it because it gave us a little bit of interesting shit on the show. Because I do have to say it was still a little, the season was just bleh for me. It was okay, but it was just bleh. Could have been better. <sighs> Now, I like that number five. It was good. Change up here. Now, number four. Number four hit the floor. I am thankful for Erica's Mrs. Doubtfire look. That was not a turkey. That was whenever Robin Williams did that in the kitchen. The pie in the face. Oh, I love Mrs. Doubtfire. That was a great fucking movie. So I'm thankful for Erica's Mrs. Doubtfire look on the reunion. But damn, she was on fire that whole time. Like, I would be afraid to say hello to her on the street. I would say hello. She'd be like, I will fucking find you. You wait. You wait. I feel like that's what she would do if I met her and said, Erica, I love your music. I will come and I will get you. I mean, but that's not threatening. That's just for the show, right? That's what she said with Sutton. But I'm thankful for the look. But I'm also a little bit confused as to why people said it was a Mrs. Doubtfire look but I kind of understand at the same time maybe it was what she was wearing because it was really kind of awful maybe it was the way that her hair was with her makeup I don't know something was just off and maybe just gave us Mrs. Doubtfire vibes but listen I love Mrs. Doubtfire so I would take that as a compliment Erica I would not take that as a diss or shade we got number three I have to pee that's so fucking stupid don't do that shit I just had a conversation with myself. Okay, number three. I am thankful for the new additions that they have added to the different casts this year. Let's review. Sutton, Beverly Hills. Also, Crystal as well. Loved her. Ebony, New York. She was a badass bitch. Love her. Can't wait to see her in 2020 fucking three. Come on, bravo. God. Jenny, Salt Lake. She's delivering. Her husband's kind of pissing me off with that whole sister wives thing. That's all I have to say with that. But I do like her. I like her a lot. Mia, yes, you big ass feet. Thank you, size 14. 14's a great number, by the way. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So I am thankful for all you ladies that you bring your shit to the best network of all time. Obviously, that's my uh, that's my two cents there. And looking forward to you OC ladies to see what you got for us. So now, oh, we have number two and number one. I do have to say my number one, there's two, but you'll understand why when I get there. So number two, I am just thankful for the real house husbands of New Jersey, okay? Bill Aiden, thank you. Joe B, Joe Gorga, 
Frankie Catania. I think Margaret's husband is Joe B, right? I could, if I'm wrong, I'm fucking an idiot, okay? But love the two Joes. Bill is amazing. Fucking Frankie. You know, I'm like kind of, I got the hots for Frankie. But we all know that I'm digging Chris Bassett each time. And by the way, he was great this past episode too. So I may have like the hots now for Chris Bassett and Frank Catania and obviously Juan. Duh. That will never go away in life. So I'm obsessed with those house husbands. Apparently they're on tour doing like comedy shit. And I know that Joe Gorga does his comedy shit like stand up, which would be interesting to see. But like, I wouldn't want to pay money for that. I would just rather see it on the show. They make that show better than what it already is. They really do. And, you know, Jackie's husband's cool, too. Evan, Evan's cool. He doesn't really give me the vibes like the other guys do. So I'm thankful for you, house husbands. You bring it all the time. Can't wait for Jawsy to stop back again. We're at the number one moment, Ian's guys. Super excited. And yes, this is a little bit shorter than my usual episodes. But like I said before, I got to do a lot of baking literally in the next 24 hours. Kind of stressed out. I'm a little sweaty at the moment at the brow. Uh, So now number one, I am thankful for drum roll like Chevy Chase from Christmas Vacation. I'm thankful for you. Andy Cohen, my God, oh, you are literally, (laughs) you are seriously like on my bucket list. I like, I want to meet you like at your show or something or run into you in New York. Like, I just want to do that. That's so weird. But like, I'm into it. I'm thankful for Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen is such a creative genius. Who knew that this many women would bitch and complain as much as these women do. And guess what? I am here for it. I take notes every fucking week. I am ready to go. I'm ready to audition for Real Housewives of whatever. I'm going to be there. I love every single one of them, except for Dallas. Obviously, we already said that in Miami, but whatever. He's a genius. His idea of doing this type of show, like a Desperate Housewives-y type of show, with middle-aged women on how their day-to-day is because you never really saw that that much on television. So Andy Cohen pitched this idea. I'm pretty sure, I think it was him. I think, I could be wrong. But he, in my opinion, he is the face of Bravo. So he is this creative genius that just comes up with the shit. I mean, obviously he produces pretty much all of the housewives, I would say. And I'm thankful that he brought this to us. I don't know where my life would be without Andy Cohen's idea and what was going on with Bravo. So thank you, Andy Cohen. You are my number one pick. Yes, 10 things I'm thankful for. Now, I did say there was a tie with number one. So obviously, Andy has to be number one because none of this shit would be here without him. But the number one thing that isn't Andy Cohen, let me tell you, I am thankful for fucking Real Housewives of Salt Lake City this season, honey. Yes, Jen Shaw, your drama with the feds. Hey, the feds are here, Heather. Ha 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 ha. It's amazing. I didn't think that Housewives could get this deep. But it proves to me, it seems, every single episode, you guys get deeper and deeper. I mean, holy fuck, Mary Cosby in her church. Like, oh my God, Cameron, like seriously, I can't deal with it. And I love every single second of it. I can't even tell you popcorn in the mouth all the time. And then if it's not popcorn, I'm 
fucking eating my ice cream like I tell you. I'm having my soda like this is ridiculous. All the terrible things that you can eat after five o'clock. I am doing that shit because I have to watch Potomac and I have to watch Salt Lake City on Sundays. Oh my God, this is amazing. I feel like this season of Salt Lake is probably up there with the Drag Me Monique season. But honestly, I think it's bigger and better than the Drag Me Monique season. And I can't even believe that I'm saying that. But I am. I am. It's crazy. This is deeper and bigger than whenever Teresa went to jail. I mean, literally, I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere. I did read somewhere. Let me see where I read it. Let me pull it up on the phone here because her assistant, Stuart Genshaw's assistant, pleaded guilty. He pleaded guilty for doing all this crazy fraud shit and money laundering and whatnot. So let me see. where. Blah, blah. So this is page six on the 22nd. It says Genshaw's assistant changes plea to guilty in the telemarketing scam case. So he pled guilty. He's probably doing less time because he said that he was guilty. Now, Jen is saying that she is still not guilty, so we will have to see what goes on with that. You all know that we're going to be here for that shit. You all know it. So that is hot off the press, page six, and a bunch of all fucking blogs that we see all the time with the Real Housewives news and all that stuff. So he is pleading guilty and... uh you know, we'll see what happens with Jen Shaw. But I tell you, this season is the shit, okay? So you are giving us everything, Salt Lake City. You are giving everything that I want and need in a show in one fucking hour. And honestly, other franchises take some notes from Salt Lake. And they're only on season two. I mean, they are crushing their sophomore season. Like, I couldn't even think that it would get there this quickly like oh my goodness take notes take no I mean Beverly Hills is kind of there but you know this is definitely more entertaining I feel so terrible that I'm even saying that it's entertaining but it kind of is so other franchises take notes on this shit but also don't get in legal trouble because like that's kind of bad but if you do I am going to be here to watch it because I support the show, which really I would support you too in a way. So, but yes, that, my friends, Yin's guys, is my top 10 list of the things that I am thankful for, the things that I am bravo for. I go bravo over, oh, this is all Housewives edition. Um, I could have put some stuff about Vanderpump. Southern Charm, Winter House, all that kind of shit. Holy shit, Winter House. Austin, I am, I am, I am angry at you more so than I ever am before. You are fucking over Sierra and I am not happy with you. I don't like you even more because you are an asshole and I'm so upset. We are going to see how he delivers this news that he still talks to Madison, even though with her having a seizure, like that's bad. I am epileptic, so I totally understand. And that's a serious thing. So I do appreciate the fact that he is like there to be, you know, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? So you would be an asshole if you don't pay attention to someone who's going through that shit. You would be an asshole. Like that's not a good thing. You would be an asshole, like, uh, like Gina would say. But also at the same time, it's your ex and you're talking to someone else. I mean, it's a sticky situation to say the least. But I still don't like you, Austin. Like you just piss me. I don't think you're a good dude. So I'm probably going to have an emotional night watching Winter House finale. So 
Ultimate Girls Trip 2. I watched the episodes that were available on Peacock. They're cute. I wouldn't necessarily say, I don't know. I feel like they're trying. I feel like Bravo put all of these women together just to see if they would mesh. Like, I feel like they're trying too hard. And I kind of see that within the show. I'm still watching it. I enjoy it. Uh, Ramona's still a bitch as usual. But uh, Kenya's putting her in check, which she always does with anyone. So that's a great thing to see. We are learning more and more that Teresa is a lot smarter than we all think that she is. And um, yeah, it's okay. I, hopefully they'll be better next time with another Ultimate Girls Trip. Hello, get Dorinda. What the fuck is wrong with you people? So yeah, that's my uh, Thanksgiving episode, Yins guys. I also want to leave Yins guys off on your Thanksgiving holiday weekend with this. And this is for everyone. It's a Mad Libs. I found, you remember Mad Libs? Those are so fucking fun. Where you pick like an adjective or a verb or a noun. You get what I'm saying. So I got a Mad Libs Thanksgiving special. And I'm going to read you what I wrote myself uh, with what they were asking. So this is called Thanksgiving Mad Libs. Okay, here we go. Today, we are celebrating Thanksgiving dinner with the whole family at Karen Huger's house. The Grand Earlier today, we all ran into the fast rollerblades and drove over Sonia Morgan's toaster oven and through the snowflakes to get here. Ooh, Sonia Morgan. Once we arrived, my second cousin greeted us with a big, ugly fist pump. Baby, I like it. Okay. Ramona Singer is also here and really made sure things were looking colorful. They had decorated the Hermes bag with 35 three-wick candles. It was all so very festive. Now we are just waiting for the duckies to come out of the oven. Cute. I always eat my swans with a side of mashed pillows. (laughs) LOL. This is cute. My father-in-law is watching croquet on TV. They always shout, spill the tea, when their team scores a vegetable. Hooray! Only seven more minutes until Sheena Shea's enchiladas will be ready to eat. Apparently they're really good, but I know that Charlie didn't like them. Now don't forget to save room for dessert. My grandma makes the best Vida Tequila. Hi, baby gorgeous. Vida Tequila Pies. So she makes the best Vita tequila pies. Mm. (laughs) They smell like ass. (laughs) I'm so full now. I feel like a mellow hippo. Happy OOTD. Woohoo! That's my Thanksgiving Mad Libs. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Y'all haven't done Mad Libs yet. Definitely check that shit out because it's something fun to do and uh, it breaks up some time if you need some icebreakers. So yeah, there's that. Again, I appreciate Yin's Guys' ears coming back week after week. Let your friends and family know about the show. I love doing this, and I'm so thankful that you guys take time out of your day to listen to my crazy antics about these shows because I'm obsessed, clearly. Uh, so follow me on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And then follow us at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Pop Culture. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And happy Thanksgiving, Yins, guys. I hope you have a wonderful day with your family and just enjoy quality time and 
enjoy Bravo too. And for those who don't celebrate Thanksgiving, have a fabulous rest of the week and enjoy a beautiful weekend. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.